Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The premier baseball show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. Mentally, physically, emotionally, I'm very on and off the field. I feel like the defense behind me is incredible. They're giving me more confidence. I feel like the vibe of the squad and the clubhouse is amazing. I feel like it's everything, kind of playing into one. I never give too much credit. I know this game can turn turn around very quick. So I just look at it as it's a process. I'm looking to make 30-plus starts, and if I, if I do what I need to do, I feel like I'm going to be able to keep my team in a position to win each and every start. That's Marcus Stroman, who goes against Clayton Kershaw, Later on today, Marcus Stroman has been absolutely terrific. And as we look at the best starting pitchers around baseball, and we want to look by ERA right at the very top is Marcus Stroman. Very top at 0.75, at least among those who have gone 20 innings. If we lower the threshold a little bit, we get down. Oh, no, there's Keegan Thompson. Wow, look at that. You know, it's, um, it, it's, it's quite a thing, really, to look at the way that these Cubs are pitching and the way that, uh, the way that these Cubs are defending. It's all very much by design. I have said before that it felt a little bit like insider trading, the way that this team was getting built. Because um, they were playing for the new rules. They were planning for the new rules. The Cubs line drive percentage is very high. You know, they, they were getting ready for this, the shift restrictions. They were ready for a faster game, ready for pitchers to be just kind of getting in the habit of throwing it in there and to have a team that's more built on batting average than it is on walks and on base percentage. Uh, a team that has a bunch of swing paths that are not the way they were with the post-2016 Cubs, where you could pretty much throw that high four-seam fastball and get a lot of guys out. Pair it with a 12-6 to breaking ball, either a curve or a change-up or a slider or what have you, and tunnel those two things together and get a lot of people out. That's not the way this lineup is constructed anymore. Remember all those years of talking about lineup diversification and they got to get Ben Zobrist back because he's a different kind of hitter than the other guys. Well, now... They have a diverse lineup. They got a bunch of different kind of approaches, but they're all good, sensible approaches. Some line drive hitters and a couple of guys who are overexceeding in terms of the power expectations and Bellinger and wisdom. But really, should we think of Patrick Wisdom as a guy who is overexceeding? Really, should we think about that? I mean, you've heard the stat by now. Sutcliffe dropped it on Marquee. 
uh, during one of the games in Oakland, I believe, the most home runs per at-bat since the beginning of 2021. Kyle Schwarber, Pete Alonzo, Patrick Wisdom. That's the list. Those three. And there's Alonzo and Wisdom right up there with Max Muncy leading the major leagues in home runs with either 10 or 9. So crazy, crazy fun. Incredibly interesting article, I thought, for uh, Ken Rosenthal over at The Athletic trying to quantify team chemistry. I believe in team chemistry. I've talked about it for a long, long time. I believe that if you get along well with the people that you work with, you produce a higher quality of work wherever you are. I've seen it and felt it on a radio show multiple times. I've seen it and felt it with a rock band multiple times. Get along with those guys. I trust those guys. I'm going to do my work. I know that those guys are going to do their work. I'm going to pick them up. If there's something that we need to talk about, I'll be able to bring it up. I've also been in the inverse of the situation. I bet you have too. Yes, I know baseball is different. Yes, I know sports are different. But they're also kind of similar, aren't they? So... I believe that this is something that the most analytical among us, the most dispassionate among us, slowly give into and agree with eventually. I know that's the case for Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer. Know that for a fact. Jed has said so. I know that's the case with, um, you know, some uh, coworkers and some colleagues that I've talked about this stuff with. The, the dispassion that discounts it eventually fades with age because you can't prove it either way. But you can certainly acquire enough anecdotes to believe it. Ken Rosenthal got this from Jameson Tyone in the article. If I go to dinner with a bunch of guys and we have a good relationship and hang out every night, I'm comfortable going up to Justin Steele and saying, hey, dude, I watched your bullpen today and I saw this, this and that. If you don't have the next level relationship, I wouldn't be able to do that. That's what me and Joe Musgrove had in the past in Pittsburgh. We watched each other's bullpens. We hung out together all the time. If he would come to me with something, I trusted him and knew it was coming from the right place. As opposed to if you're never hanging out with your teammates, you're not getting along, someone comes up to you, you might be defensive. Folks, I believe that that is definitive and tangible proof that team chemistry can make things better. That is... A guy telling you, oh, I have been more open when I get along with guys to hearing something that could make me better. And those kind of anecdotes and exchanges is the lifeblood of baseball. It is the absolute lifeblood of it. So um, that to me is incredibly compelling. Dansby Swanson in the same article talked about servant leadership, that that's how he leads is showing work ethic and telling people to have work ethic and busting his butt and making sure that he's a good teammate to people and available. He said, quote, if you think about the most impactful people in your life, they were the most giving, the most serving. If that was the most impactful person to you, then why wouldn't you do the same? Asks Dansby Swanson. Look, is this stuff idealistic? Yes. Is it spiritual? Yes. Does it lead to a higher on-base percentage? I don't know. Does it lead to more comfort in the workplace that allows you to be the best version of yourself and feel supported? I have seen that, haven't you? 
And that's what these Cubs are feeling and seeing right now. thought it was a great read and uh, a topic I've been fascinated with, obviously, for a long, long time. Uh, The dispassionate numbers wonks start to come at me in three, two, and one. Elgin Clue is on the line and joining Hit and Run. Clue, nice to see your name. Nice to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing well. I've already made like three or four post-its that I'm going to keep in my man cave here. What you, uh, welcome to the future or the fullness of your existence, <laughs> servant leadership, yes. the whole works. But I don't want to throw you a curve because I want to ask about Keegan. But um, the fact that she had Movan on, and there's two other guys, and now that you mentioned Strowman, that are all involved with helping kids reach their potential, you know, Movan, Yep. Uh, Bo Jackson, Jason Hayward. Uh, I was in the industry for over 20 years in, El- in Elgin with the Academy and stuff like that. Yes. And right now I'm looking at an article written by Barry about the Maris Chasers learned from Lefevre. They, you know, he did a clinic for us uh, 20-some years ago, you know, about teaching hitting to a high-profile athlete. Mm. But the idea is it, it can all get lost if you're not helping those kids that don't have the funds or the resources or the parental support that play, uh, you know, travel ball or even organized ball. Hmm. The kids need to find their value and their worth. And if it's in baseball, great. If it's not, it's on being uh, raised as a young man that, you know, can help in the, you know, help in the world. So um, mm-hmm. that's what my hope is there for the guys like Movon and all these guys. I'd do whatever I could to help these guys in marketing what they had if I could. Um but that's my point. That, that's that, 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 that's a that's a great point. It's a great point, Clue. And it's uh, it, and at best, at our best, teachers um, offer those kind of life lessons within um, the hitting instruction or within whatever instruction. I, I see it with my son and his piano teacher every week. Just a wonderful relationship and the exposure to work habits and uh, and it opens it op- it can open a mind. That's for sure. I'd have kids that play the game, but they're all either artists or musicians or chefs. I've got three kids that are chefs in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just that kind of thing. Whatever it is that they want, you know, same thing with Ruben, you know, whatever. Yep. Whatever they want to be, support them. But, you know, tell me about what your thoughts are on with Keegan, because it seems like either they're sheltering him, they're hiding him, keeping him away from the activity. And I'm wondering what they're going to do with the bullpen as the closer and if Keegan's a part of it. Oh, what do you mean? You, you feel like they're keeping, keeping Keegan away from the closer spot? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what it is, and I have a very selfish reason for that because he's on my fantasy team. Ah. But I like to know who's going to be the closer going forward. Is Cody ah. Cody Hoyer coming back? He'll get what? a shot. He'll get a shot. Clue. Thank you so much. Um, there's a bunch of interesting young arms that could get a shot. Jeremiah Estrada is back up now. His if if he's able to recapture that fastball with both velocity and the carry that it has, that's an intriguing name. Um, I I, I think that one byproduct of being this good surprisingly is that you don't want to let Michael Fulmer work his issues out in the closer role I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to him if there's a save situation today I know we gave up a homer yesterday but I'd sooner go Brad Boxberger than I would Michael Fulmer actually I don't know Boxberger doesn't throw as hard uh, obviously but Boxberger is a guy who, who knows what he's doing knows how to pitch I feel like Fulmer's command is kind of all over the place, and I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to that myself. But we'll see. They, they have options to go by. Here's the thing about Keegan. Get him off your fantasy team. He is not there for those kind of flashy roles. He is unbelievably valuable 
in the role he's in right now. He is one of the prototypical bulk relievers around MLB in that role, able to come in and get you out of a dirty inning or come in to start a clean inning and maybe give you two or, hell, maybe give you three if need be. And after one day off, he can come back the day after that. He's tough as hell. Um, but they're not interested in saving him until a save situation. And I don't think they're interested in him going back to the rotation. If Hayden Wesneski ends up going back to the minors for whatever reason, I, I bet that he waits it out until Kyle Hendricks is ready. I bet Kyle Hendricks is your fifth starter uh, before too long. Um, Kyle Hendricks, by the way, threw, I saw, what, he threw three innings at Iowa? Yesterday of a sim game, is that right? I got yep, I, yeah, bullpen it, sim game. Yep. Do I have that right? Yep, that's there. Correct. It is. Hendricks went three innings pitch in a sim game in Arizona. Thank you on Ooh, Saturday. Arizona. Scheduled for a side session bullpen on Tuesday. David Ross said a minor league rehab outing affiliate to be determined will be the next step for the veteran pitcher. So a couple things there. They got options on where to have him pitch that rehab outing. Obviously, he could go to Iowa, but he could also go to South Bend. Remember, they feel great about their facilities and their cameras and their coaching at South Bend, all by design. That is a very close opportunity. So depending on what the timing is and when it would be, Hendricks could go there. Or he's out in Arizona. Maybe they could divert him with a flight somewhere else. They'll figure that out. But this is the power of believing in multiple spots in your minors as a, uh, as a proving ground. The side light to that is if you live anywhere near South Bend, you might get to see Kyle Hendricks for three or four innings. Or five innings. That's what I heard. I said, oh, Kyle Hendricks in South Bend. Right? I mean, I, I, I've I've had the opportunity to do that, um, to see a big-time player on a rehab stint. It can be a super fun thing and obviously way more affordable as well. This is Matt in Milwaukee on the score. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Very good, Matt. Um, absolutely love this show, and you're just a joy to listen to when you talk baseball, man. So I really appreciate it. But, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, hey, a couple of thoughts. Uh, first thing, I need to lament or confess uh, what I've done wrong about being a Cubs fan. I want Matt Mervis called up so bad <laughs> that I actually was kind of upset when Eric Hosmer homered a couple of days ago. I, I, I'm selfish, <laughs> but that's how bad I want him up. But uh, other thing was, I know we're talking, I know it's really, really soon, but when this deadline comes around, if this Cubs team is still winning or at this clip where, where they're still this many games above 500 come the deadline. Who are some names you'd like to see them maybe try to trade for at the deadline? I know, I think maybe a closer might be a perfect one because I think the closer might not even be on this team right now if you're a playoff team. But uh, who comes to mind if you talk about uh, a contributor to this team after the deadline? Oh, my God. That is a Cub fan drunk with happiness and optimism. That is that is a man looking for trade deadline acquisitions on the 31st of July here on April 23rd. God love you, sir. I mean, my goodness. Is it too early to pound the table for Shohei Otani? Uh, no. Well, Shohei, Shohei is a conversation that we should have, and I've had it, and we will have it, and I think we'll have time to have it on multiple levels. So that's not a closer, though. Okay, I think that's what he wants as a closer. So, look, am I looking at relief pitcher free agents to be? Yes, I am. Yes, I am right now. So, do I see some interesting options? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, But am I going to bring them up out loud? 
No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> because remember, Matt, and I, I appreciate the call and the kind words and everything, but I am not going to pay off your question, sir. Not yet. Because remember, if things, if they pivot, they could flip these guys. For instance, what are the names on this relief pitcher list who's going to be a free agent? Michael Fulmer. It, because that's an example. They've got a bunch of guys on one-year deals. Cody Bellinger's on this list from the center field perspective or the outfield perspective. Because if things go bad, Wade Miley is on this list from the starting pitcher perspective. These guys are all over baseball. And as as buyers and sellers materialize, then those names will rise up the ranks. So are there a couple? Yeah. Um, is Josh Hader going to be available? I don't think so because he's a free agent to be, but I don't think the Padres are going to be, you know, punting on anything anytime soon. Hey, Araldus Chapman's a free agent to be. You want to go down that road again? No, 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 no. no. Uh, what about the club option on Liam Hendricks? If, what if Liam Hendricks comes back, establishes his excellence again and his health, and the White Sox are out of it come July? We'll give him a lightly used Nick Madrigal. <laughs> oh, man. What? <laughs> How ridiculous would that be if that happened? Oh, yeah. Poor Nick. Uh, um, but Cody Hoyer is going to be an option. If he comes back with any kind of health, um, Cody Hoyer will be an option. I got another name for you, too. Cam Sanders. Well, see, of- see, that's the thing. They have they have guys. Tell us about Cam Sanders. Cam Sanders is another guy that uh, Lance Brodowski was on this show about a month ago and brought him up to his son or the son of Scott Sanders, former Cub and Sock. He's got nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. And his big issue coming this year, he couldn't command it. He's looked great. So there are. Th- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are dudes and arms in the Cubs minors who may or may not be able to handle such things. There's going to be failed starters, too, as well. A guy like Ryan Jensen, he could get moved into the bullpen. He got added to the 40-man roster. The Cubs have some internal options, guys. So that's that's where they'll go. All right, Matt in Milwaukee, I gave you more than you deserved, frankly, for your anticipatory trade deadline target conversation. All right, I've been mentioning you're going to hear from Nico and Ian Happ, so I better take care of that uh, before we get out of here for Cubs pregame on Hit and Run on the Score. 
premier baseball show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. Here on the score, uh, where we are leading into Cubs baseball, and the score being part of the Cubs radio network, we are very happy to have a couple of regulars that make weekly appearances on 670 The Score. Regulars among the players. One of them is Nico Horner. You'll hear from him in a minute. But this is Ian Happ on with the Bernstein and Holmes show, which on this particular day early in the week was uh, with Layla Rahimi and Lawrence Holmes. And as we were talking about team chemistry and overall adding to what Joe Madden used to call the esprit de corps, uh, Ian Happ said it's fun when you're good. It's a really fun group. I mean, it's a really, really good group of individuals. I mean, I think the there's a veteran feel or presence to it, guys that have been around that have, um, you know, played a lot. And then you get a group like that that enjoys being in the clubhouse, enjoys being around each other, um, and everybody's just trying to spend time together and get to know everybody in the clubhouse. And that part of it is is really, really fun, you know team dinners or, or hanging on the bus or hanging in the in the rooms and all those things. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. This West Coast trip is it's off to a good start. Yeah, I think that's one of the nice things about having a more veteran group is that everybody's been through this before. You know, everybody's had success and failure and, you know, the ups and downs of the season. You know, there's going to be great moments. There's going to be really tough moments. Uh, but I think that this group has the ability to kind of ride, you know, ride through it without, super ups and downs and and really just buy into that consistency and and so i think and i think with the games that we've played already you know we could even be in a better shot you know we could we haven't it's not like we've capitalized on every single situation or or every single thing is going right for us and we're we're firing on all cylinders and it's it's like there's a lot of good stuff that's happened but there's definitely this is definitely this group is very capable of the way we played. We're not playing over our skis. It's, you know, this this is what it looks like for this group, and that's a really exciting part of it. Yeah, I think it's definitely something you think about, but at some point you have to get yourself to a, a mental space where you're, you know, where you're okay with it, where you're just going to play baseball, and then you know, for it to be able to kind of come back together and get it done. Obviously, this is the place that I wanted to be. I've wanted to be for a long time, and and is really. Um, just, just an amazing opportunity to continue to play in Chicago, and and it's it's pretty rare that in baseball that you get to play nine years somewhere, um, anyone right now. So to be able to say that I will get to play a minimum of nine years in Chicago for the Cubs um, is a really really cool thing to be able to be able to speak into existence. There's obviously you know there's this group is going to be together for for the next you know, four three four years however you want to look at it, but the you know, I do think the Chicago Cubs are always going to compete. Chicago Cubs are in a situation now where there's a bunch of good players. Um, you know, everything is pointing to you know a very good team this year that has the capabilities to do a lot, and then the continuation of, of a lot of those players still being here um, come next year. So, you know, I think the Cubs, you know, I think that's what they're trying to build here is a situation where. No, it's not a three-year window. It's this. The Chicago Cubs are going to be a good baseball team competing every year for a very long time. I think that is indeed the goal there, uh, Ian Happ. And Ian Happ showing a desire to be here with that contract extension that he discussed there in part. 
And uh, Nico Horner, the desire to be here as well. And uh, the team is uh, building something, and they're pretty darn fun while it's being built. Let's go to the phone lines. Rob is in Michigan on 670 The Score. Hello, Rob. Welcome in. Hey, Matt. Just like to say, I really enjoy the show here, uh, especially when you got a Cubs day game coming up. It's a perfect preamble to the game. Nice. So I'd like to – yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I'd like to say that the, the South Bend Cubs, uh, that is a great place to see a game, especially when they have some of the major leaguers rehabbing down there. I saw Zilbers play, play on a rehab assignment a few years ago. Um, they've had, like, Drew Smiley, Hugh Darvish, Dexter Fowler all down there at times throughout the years. It's a great facility. Have you have you been over there to see any games? I haven't yet. I I, I, I need to go. I absolutely need to go. Um, I I love I love a minor league park. I uh, I've been to a lot of them, but I haven't been to South Bend. Oh man, I'll tell you what. For any of the listeners that have been been there in the past, uh, when they were under a previous name, previous ownership, the the fan experience since the Cubs. Uh, got them is just absolutely crazy the ballpark is beautiful the surrounding immediate area is really nice too it is a top-notch place to see a game for cheap too yeah i mean that that that's the thing about that experience it's like i know games are expensive and baseball is a beautiful thing it's a question of are you a baseball fan or a cubs fan or a white Sox fan you know what i mean like what are you in it for do you love being at a ballpark and seeing a game then you could have that experience uh, anywhere and quickly, very quickly get into the players. If you're only in for a specific type of laundry, I understand. But if you are in for that specific type of laundry, there's you go to the minor league affiliate and you see it. Man, a ton of great players have come through South Bend, obviously, um, and some of the big-time prospects will continue to go through there. So appreciate the call. This is Ben in Queens on the score. Hello, Ben. How you been, man? I'm good. I'll give Paul Sullivan a couple seconds to make it over the radio, turn the volume down. <laughs> um, I know you I know you asked about somebody who could comment on Cubans being soft. But somebody who lives in a Cuban-American household who uh, plays music with a member of Los Van Van, who has led Cuban-Americans wow. into Congress and has advocated for better relations and got his hand mangled by Jose Contreras because he shook it for three solid minutes because he was so happy he was going back to Cuba for the first time in 10 years. I can tell you that. Well, hold on. You've given us your Cuban credibility, which is excellent. But let me refresh some of the listeners who may have missed the first reference. We had a caller on earlier in the show who was talking about White Sox injuries and asking me what I thought about it, what was happening. And the caller said, I mean, other than the soft Cubans, I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Hey, and then I just I brought, I put on my megaphone and I said, I didn't say that. The, the caller said that. And I talked about various kinds of much harder Cubans. And uh, I fielded a text from a friend of mine um, who is married to a Cuban. And he, he told me that no way are, are Cubans soft. Um, what, what did he say? He said the only... Soft Cubans, I know. Oh, and I can't tell those answers. Okay, but anyway, Ben, you've established your Cuban credibility. Now speak on the soft Cubans, please. Exactly that. Out of all the modifiers, out of all the adjectives you could use, soft ain't one of them. There's a bunch of others that aren't complimentary. I wouldn't use soft. (laughs) Anyway, um, and you know, as far as like censoring him, as far as running him, I'd rather prefer you engage in the Socratic method, you know, because otherwise it sounds like a member of the fourth estate telling a public citizen that he shouldn't be 
uh, exercising his First Amendment rights by uh, uh, contributing to a public forum, which they've made him feel welcome before. But anyway, I digress. Let's not let this derail our baseball conversation. I want to talk about your Michael Fulmore problem, okay? Yeah. Yes, he's got a problem, but let's help him out. Okay, the past seven years, what movie have the Cubs been watching? Jason Hayward comes to the plate Thursday, bases loaded, one out. They give him two fastballs, and then they throw him three changes, a non-competitive um, uh, cutter, another two changes. Throw him a fastball right down the middle and let him roll over to second base like he did every damn at bat, it seems like, for the past seven years. I mean, what the hell are they doing? I'll let you – I'll hang up and I'll let you talk. Okay. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. I, I, think, I think overall the pitching infrastructure and the game planning has been really, really, really good. And I think Jan Gomes is beloved for a lot of reasons. And Tucker Barnhart is as well. And Wilson Contreras' absence is just fine on multiple levels at this point. But I, so I don't, I can't harp on pitching infrastructure and pitch selection. Let's hear Nico Horner from earlier in the week on the Parkins and Spiegel show uh, as Nico, now a weekly guest, and was talking about playing second base these days. It's something I've done a lot before. I think shortstop is still probably more natural to me, but second base is an easier position in general, I'd say. So, I mean, there's always things to work on. Definitely the double play turn. Been happy with, with that so far and just getting used to guys out there. But a huge benefit this year has just been the consistency of the, of the lineups that we've had, just having, for the most part, Wiz and Dansby on the infield with me and, you know, looking around and seeing, seeing pretty much the same guys every day definitely adds to a level of comfort and you kind of get in a good rhythm with that too. Yeah, the, the, the base running has been fun. I mean, I knew it would be more a part of uh, – the game this year but as a team like I think we did a really nice job as our staff and the the players last year of just getting ahead of the curve a little bit you know it came with some some growing pains and some outs on the bases for sure but I felt like we started to build a bit of a of a structure that, that could fit the the game this year and we've taken advantage of it some and you know it's not about like man I got to get x amount of stolen bases or this and that but you just want to be ready when the opportunity presents itself. And I feel like I've learned a lot. You know, it's not something I've always done at a high level. Um, in college, the coach I played for didn't didn't um, believe in a lot of stealing my first two years. And it really is a skill, even if you can run well. So just continuing to learn there has, has been an awesome way to just help the team, especially at the top of the order. If I can get in the scoring position for, you know, Dansby, Ian, say, yeah, like, I think we're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got, um, you know, Mike Napoli is the guy behind the scenes who's who's doing the most of that work and really gives me a head start on, uh, you know, we meet every day before the game and going through that stuff. And some guys have a, something that's more blatant than others and others just have general tendencies to look out for. It's also early in the year, so kind of have to make sure those things are locked in because guys work on stuff over the off season. But you know, part of it's the rules, but I think part of it is like, oh, man, we have these new rules, and now everyone's, like, working on stealing. And there's always been things you can do. You know, I, I was thrown out, or I was safe by maybe an inch or two the other day, and I was probably out with the bigger base. So, yeah, it does make a difference. I'm probably safe just because of the bigger base. But those things matter over time. But overall, there's, I think there's always been opportunity um, for bases I think it's just a higher attention to detail now and people really looking for it. So, um, yeah, it's a fun part of the game, and I'm, I'm glad that that's a new part of what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's got to be I think it's got to be a little organic, but I don't know. I don't know. We, maybe Wisdom's the guy to ask on that one. He's going to be experiencing it the most, most likely. So, um, But 
yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. I love that guys are, are enjoying the game. It's good for the game. I thought the, the World Baseball Classic was awesome for baseball. I just feel like, like there's a nice energy around everything that's happening in the sport right now. And if, you know, dugout stuff is a part of that, then, then I'm all for it. And just promoting excitement. And especially if guys are actually just having fun and it's not a show, it's not a look at me. It's teams enjoying playing together, young teams like the Orioles. It's cool to see. And, like, you know, as a fan of the game, you just want the game to be in a good place and it to be about the players and putting guys in a good light. And I think that's happening. As far as for my family, obviously it's, it sets us up in a place where um, – you know, I'm good and my, my family's good, which is an incredible thing to say just, you know, from playing from playing baseball and like definitely do not lose sight of that. I think I think just that, you know, throughout the process and negotiations and things like that, obviously close talking with my parents and people close to me, they, I think they were just most proud that um, I arrived at something I was really excited for and how I went about the process and just that it was um, something that, you know, I, I truly wanted and, and, and made happen. And um, they they knew that I was really happy with it and, and they were proud of me for that and really just trust me a lot. So I've been lucky to have parents and people around me that, you know, obviously have my best interest in mind, but aren't really telling me one thing or another, just, you know, trusting me throughout. So pretty cool how it all went down and uh, been awesome seeing seeing people I'm close with this week you know, coming out of that and just some congratulations and hugs and things like that because it's been a special time. That's Nico Horner on every Tuesday with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. I'll tell you what, this Tuesday, among the things we'll talk to Nico about are his Oakland A's that he grew up loving, now seemingly officially leaving for Las Vegas. Um, I think it's brutal what the Oakland A's ownership has done. And how they have uh, manipulated the situation to now when it seems like most people are ready to say, well, they have no choice. Well, that's because they forced their hand. They forced the fan's hand and not going and yada, yada. But anyway, looking forward to talking to Nico. And in there, did he say, I think he did, that they started running last year in anticipation of the new rules. I told you it's insider trading, man. Theo told Jed, these are the rules. This is what's going to happen. I really mean like over like the last two, three years, like once Theo left and he started working with the commissioner's office, hey, these, these new rules are coming. The new deal is coming. And when it does, we got to be a team that, or you got to be, excuse me, I'm not there anymore, but I like you and I like a lot of those people. I want you and Rossi to have a team that hits a lot of line drives, that isn't afraid to hit them where they ain't. A team that's ready to run. It's ready to be aggressive. And if we have a pitching staff, or excuse me, you, not me, if you have a pitching staff that pitches to weak contact and we have really good defense, especially up the middle, maybe move a shortstop to second base, something like that, we could be ahead of the curve on the new rules. And big bang, boom. That's what's happening. I want to thank uh, the guests on today's show. Justin Steele from the Cubs at 10 o'clock was a lot of fun. Chris Kampka is the best, as always, 1040. The, uh, we got Cam Connected. Mo Vaughn was a treat. If you like baseball or Mo Vaughn or hitting or Jackie Robinson or good conversation, go find that Mo Vaughn interview from 11 o'clock. And Ryan McGuffey from NBC Sports Chicago helped wrap us up and talk White Sox as well. Thank you to Sean Sears for doing the great job that he always does. I will be back tomorrow with Parkins and Spiegel reunited on the score at 2 o'clock. Pat Hughes returns to the Cubs broadcast booth. Zach Zaidman as your pregame in a matter of moments, along with Ron Coomer. And then it's Cubs-Dodgers coming up right here on 670 The Score.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.